Hello, and welcome to the Emotional Self Mastery Podcast, the best podcast on regaining personal power, self-confidence, and peace. I'm your host, Cheryl C. Jones, a transformational life coach, professional speaker, and the author of the book, Emotional Self Mastery. And I'm Kathy Holsher, the producer of this podcast and Cheryl's sidekick. Each week, we explore topics that will help you eliminate negative self-talk, worry, anxiety, and fear, so you can live your best life. A bit of warning, though. This podcast may contain true stories of personal challenges and how they were solved. The information you hear may inspire you to take action in your own life. If you are ready to increase success and happiness and live your best life, listen on. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, Kathy. Hey, Cheryl. What are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about jealousy. I'm wondering, can you remember a time when you felt jealous about something or someone? Hmm. Oh, I think I could probably come up with uh, with a time that that happened, yes. Would you be willing to share your story? Yeah, I, I actually, I'm thinking right now about a time back when I was a jealous fool. When I first started dating my husband way back when, I had just come out of a really negative relationship where I'd been cheated on a lot. As a result, I was distrustful in my new relationship. <laughs> I think you can understand that. Definitely. I'm not proud to admit this, but I followed my now husband to be sure he was where he said he was going, drove past his house to see if there were any other cars there, and listened to his messages whenever I could. What? I'm serious. I know. It took me like two years to really fully trust again. And my poor husband had to suffer for the mistakes of this other man. And as I look back, I realize it wasn't fair to him. It wasn't fair to our new relationship. And certainly wasn't who I wanted to be or how I wanted to behave. Wow. And you're still married to him today, which is pretty Still awesome. married. Says a yeah. lot more about him than me, I think. <laughs> well, we, that's not part of our discussion today. Right, But, but right. we will talk about jealousy <laughs> and how complex an emotion jealousy is. You know, I have often wondered about it. And so I did some additional research on this emotion of jealousy. It is very much a, not just a human thing. It's a primate, you know, it shows up in primates and lots of other animals. And it tends to be um, related to self-esteem. And, you know, when, when our self-esteem is threatened, we become more jealous. So the more fragile our, our self-esteem is, the more likely we're going to be jealous of someone or something else. Which is exactly what happened to me. I, I, you know, that, that other relationship had left me pretty fragile in that, in that arena. So makes sense. Yeah. And, and even, even if there wasn't anything for you to be jealous of, you, it was still active in you. It was. Definitely. Yeah. Well, the thing that's interesting is very often when we think about jealousy, we think about it in a romantic sense. But there's all these different kinds of jealousy. Sometimes there is sibling jealousy where one sibling thinks they're, the other sibling's getting something better than they are. There's coworker jealousy. There's friends jealousy. There's all kinds of jealousy. In fact, it makes me think of our relationship early on and kind of like how jealousy can even happen among girlfriends. So, you know, 
one of the things that I, I learned about jealousy, and it, and it applies to our relationship, a long time ago, our relationship, was, it, or is, that once a relationship starts to become permanent, meaning on an ongoing basis, something that we count on, there's a dependence that occurs. And if both people are committed, then there's an interdependence. There's an expectation that that other person is going to be available to, to you. And sometimes things get in the way. And so for instance, in our relationship early on, there were times you and I bonded so quickly over difficulties with our children because each of them had a unique set of issues going on, but the behaviors were similar. And so we connected really fast. We did. And we depended on each other. And we'd we call did. each other to complain. <laughs> but when you weren't available or you went and did something with someone else or what, you know, whatever it might be, I got jealous. Isn't that silly? But it's, it happens. Well, you're, you're admitting that to me now after all the, you know, time, but I can say I had the same thing with you early on when you would hang out or invite someone over and I wasn't part of it. You know, I do know those are, I do know those seem so silly now and but, petty but and petty but. but it is what we all feel so it's, it's very you know, common it's fear it's it is fear it's definitely fear and you know i've had it actually sometimes with my husband when like his job i was jealous of his job he seemed to be absolutely. paying more attention to his job than he was to me and i'm like hello i'm right mm -hmm. here you know so you know it's silly but that's another kind of jealousy kind of thing but then there's this thing called envy and envy and jealousy look like they're similar, but really they're not the same. So jealousy involves a third party. And that third party could be a person, could be a job, could be a sport, any number of things. You might be jealous if your boyfriend is a rock climber and you don't climb rocks, but he likes to go rock climbing every Sunday or whatever. So in that situation, you're jealous of time. Good point. Which he's taking away, mm -hmm. you know. Yes, absolutely. And then there's envy. And the way you describe envy is to say, I want what that person has, or I want what you have. And that might be wealth or status or looks or opportunity. You know, there's so many things involved with when we talk about it from an envy point of view. Right. So, it, you know, they really are different. And so it's important, I think, that we look and see if we're envious or actually jealous. So you could be envious and still not be jealous, don't you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. I think they're two different things. Definitely. I know they're two different things. But I think sometimes we lump them into... I think so. They get confused. They do. Very much so. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to want what someone else has. I mean, how are you going to know what you want? If you don't see something over there and you say, hey, I'd kind of like to have that, too. That's right. really nice, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, so I did some additional research because I got to thinking, who's more jealous, men or women? And, Kathy, who do you think is more prone to jealousy, men or women? I'd have to say women are more jealous. <laughs> I, I think most people would say women are more yeah. jealous. But you know what? What? That's not necessarily the truth. No. No. So um, this, these, uh, this report I read is that men feel jealousy in greater numbers than women. That's, how's that possible? 
they don't show it like they we don't show act it. on they it. don't act on it but oh. we do we follow our our boyfriends around yeah. and okay yeah i reckon so my story was similar i called you know and i was like i'd call and hang, hang up, up just to see Back if it was in the there day, oh, we're dating ourselves the old call and hang up thing. yeah now we get the tracers yeah, on our phone but anyway yeah so men feel jealousy in greater numbers than women and it really depends on the circumstances this is what i found so fascinating so check this out, people. Men feel greater jealousy when there is a sexual infidelity. A sexual infidelity. Mm -hmm. Women feel, feel more jealous when there is an emotional infidelity. When there's that emotional connection with somebody else, and that's when we women feel like we're missing out. Because intimacy for us is more than just the physical. Intimacy for women right. is the emotional connection exactly. we feel with someone. And so, uh-huh. So when, you know, your significant other has an emotional attachment to another love interest, you know you may have a problem. Yeah, I think maybe you have a problem, definitely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, mm -hmm. let's look at some of the causes and characteristics that, you know, that come that create jealousy. So jealousy, typically, as we talked about before, comes from this fear of in, and of insecurity. So this fear of abandonment, this person I carry, care very much for may leave me. And, you know, that's traumatic. I mean, yes. I've felt that many times. I'm sure many of us have. So that's that abandonment feeling, which I think is probably innate in all of us. Just like not feeling that we're always not always feeling that we're good enough kind of thing. Mm -hmm. That's always within us, too. Then the second thing, second contributor is not feeling valued or feeling unimportant to your love interest or or just even a friend. It doesn't even have to be, you know, your love interest. So there's that that feeling of, well, it stems from low self-esteem, but it looks like shows up like we're not valued. Uh, mistrust for another. So like you told in your story about there was a reason for you to not trust because there had been some, hmm, what word did you use? Mm. You, um, what did I say? Oh, well, um, well, there was a reason for you to be distrustful because he treated, che cheated on you, correct? Yes, he did. Okay. So it's that kind of thing. The mistrust. Yeah. So that also ties into your past experiences of deception. I think it was, yeah, the deception just, uh, and, you know, to this day, I don't like it when people are deceptive. It's, mm -hmm. I guess that's an old trigger. Huh. Well, I, it's important to know. You should read a book about that. Maybe you could read a book about that. <laughs> hey, maybe I could help you. Uh, that being said, we won't do it during this podcast. Right, I'll wait. Um, mm -hmm. Then there's just general anxiety. You know, we all have general anxiety to one degree or another, and it changes daily depending on what's going on in our lives, That mm -hmm. which is tied back to that insecurity, fear mm -hmm. of abandonment. It, it's that, you know, why some of us controllers, me included, are trying to control everything so that bad things don't happen. And, yeah, that's jealousy just kind of, that's a, a fertile ground for jealousy to occur. Well, what do you think about how the the role that social media plays in oh. creating jealousy? Because you've heard the mm -hmm. the fear of missing out, the FOMO yes. acronym. So, you know, how do you think social media plays a role? I think social media is devastating. 
honestly. And because there, we spend so much time watching other people's lives mm -hmm. and we think their lives are just wonderful and glamorous and exciting. And then we sit there and compare our lives to their lives when in reality we are getting a snippet i mean a, mo a molecule of that person's life and that person is is only putting on social media what they want you to see so if they're if they're looking beautiful or if there's some fancy event or whatever it may be you think wow i wish i was there and comes back to fear of missing out right and the the it just feels like oh I don't really measure up I didn't get to go to the big event or I didn't get to do this or that that reminds me of, of when um, my kids were in school and their their friends would go away for um, a fabulous spring break trip that we weren't taking <laughs> and then we would see it all over social media and, and we'd, see mom we're missing out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and that's really, those are all really false perceptions because mm -hmm. if you were to actually have gone with that family and like been a fly on the wall or a bug or, you know, whatever, and watched, you probably would have seen family bickering, people not working well with one another, people not wanting to hang out with one another. Oh, but the sunsets were gorgeous and the snow <laughs> was wonderful and piled high and deep as other things happened to come in piled high and deep. But anyway, so it's all for false perceptions. Other people's lives really aren't that magnificent, but we think ours don't measure up, you know, and it's unfortunate because they really aren't that. Maybe they well, are, maybe but maybe, they are. maybe they are, but. But maybe they aren't. And that's the point. I think that's a greater <laughs> chance. <laughs> so one of the things that I thought was fascinating is that and I read this because I wouldn't have thought to, to even talk about it. But jealousy has a purpose. It is important. And you're like, what? Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> okay, you'll have to explain that one. <laughs> Definitely. So the thing about jealousy is that you it's an emotion you don't want to suppress. You don't want to ignore it and just pretend like it's not there. It's, it's an emotion to be heeded and paid attention to. It signals that... That's a relationship that's valuable to you is in jeopardy and it needs some kind of attention to bring it back online. It needs something, it needs some time spent on it or, or awareness around it. And the thing about jealousy, because it's, it's saying, hello, you're not paying attention to this relationship, it helps preserve our social bonds and keeps us connected emotionally. Well, I, I didn't think you could do it, but you did. You did. <laughs> that totally makes sense. It's that is just resonating. It signals that you that a valued relationship is in jeopardy and needs attention. Yeah, that's pretty powerful, actually, when you think of it in those terms. Well, and maybe you've had this experience, and maybe many of our listeners have had this experience, where your significant other, whoever that other person is, that's very important to you, starts having. It appears it appears that they're starting to have this like distant reaction towards you, like they're not really in relationship with you. And then they start doing things without you. And you're like, well, hello, um, maybe I wanted to go to that movie, too. Or maybe I wanted to go to that whatever, too. Maybe I wanted to go for a walk, but you didn't bother to invite me. And and you're like, what is going on here? And so then you jealousy starts welling up because you're feeling insecure and 
it says what that's really trying to tell you is that, hey, you need to check in. You need to get back in connection. You need to do something to reconnect, reassociate with that person. You know, it, it sounds a little bit like there might be some science involved there. <laughs> yes. And there's some chemistry. Definitely. So one of the things that we want to think about or be aware of is the biochemistry of jealousy. So what happens in your body when you're feeling jealous? So first of all, some of these things happen in your mind and it says, well, well, why is he or she paying more attention to so-and-so or this item or this event more so than they are to me? And what happens is there's a chemical reaction that takes place. And in your body, we have hormones and then we have cells and those cells have receptors. When you start feeling those feelings of jealousy, hormones are released and those hormones are surging throughout your body, racing through your body, looking for receptors to bond with. Now, once they hook up with the appropriate receptor, the two together then release another chemical. And that starts a whole another chain reaction, which then adds additional things to what you're feeling. So all of a sudden you're feeling much lower vibrations and you're feeling hurt and anger and sadness and worry and even more insecure. And then you start making more stuff up in your mind to make that make sense. Makes sense. So your, the chemicals that take, the chemical reactions in your body that take place are really, unfortunately, furthering you down the road of jealousy, mm -hmm. not bringing you up out of it. And you know, it's, it's funny because as you're talking about that and I'm reliving that jealousy of, of my relationship early on um, in my mind, I, I can, I can literally feel those you those feel, feelings uh, in my body, you know, as my stomach would hurt, my head would be fuzzy. Mm -hmm. and yeah, it's it's a real derailer. It's honestly. a derailer. But yeah. so so, what can we do if we're jealous? I mean, what are what are some things we can do about feeling jealous? Well, one of the things we can do is just recognize what we're doing. Take a time out and say, okay, what is really going on under the surface here? So if I know that this jealousy is anchored in insecurity, what am I feeling insecure about? That insecurity could be um, I'm starting something new and I don't know if it's going to work. Or it could be that uh, I, there's, a, there's a report due and I'm not sure if I'm doing a really good job of it. But almost always there's that fear of abandonment underneath it. And, and that applies to a lot of different things, not just your personal relationship with your, you know, your partner. It, it could be fear of abandonment by a friend, fear of abandonment from a job. It's, it's, it's just everywhere. That applies to so many things. So you need to reassure yourself that you're okay and look to see what's underneath the surface. So that's the first one. Take a time out. The second one is accept that you're feeling jealous. I mean, just accept that feeling. Don't make yourself wrong or judge yourself because it happens to all of us. It is a human condition. And I get mad at myself for it. So, you? so mm. you're saying accept it, huh? I'm saying accept it. It doesn't mean you have to live with it because well, you can take some action. But recognizing it and then accepting, this is how I feel right now. Okay. But beating yourself up only 
makes you more wrong and then you have then you have shame and then you have guilt mm -hmm. and those are all very low vibration emotions not helpful at all after that what you can do is take some action to reinforce self your self-confidence one of the best ways to do that is making a list of all of your abilities, positive attributes, skills, talent. Pretend like you're writing a resume, but you don't have to get that formal. And just make a list of what you're great at. And then make a list of the things that you're pretty good at. And then make a list of the things that you're just good at. And review that list morning and night every day for two weeks. And I know... For, without a doubt, that you will start noticing a change within you. You'll feel it on the inside. Hmm. Can you do that? There's that biochemistry again. Yeah, that biochemistry is at work, definitely. The next thing you could do is work on your self-esteem, and you can build up the one you know before it, actually, the one I just offered, also does this. But you can build up your self-esteem and confidence by learning a new skill. I remember I used to take a lot of uh, computer classes to learn to use different software, and I would walk out of there, and my brain would feel like a wet sponge, but boy, I felt so powerful. So when you, when you engage in education or you engage in high-level conversations with others and listen to what they're saying and really take it in, then you're raising your own awareness and that's raising your self-esteem and your own confidence. One other thing that you might do regarding your story with your husband when he was your boyfriend, <laughs> is you could rewrite your story and you can reflect on that past relationship or maybe you ought to write a new story about the boyfriend before him <laughs> and, you know, and how frustrated and angry you were, but rewrite it as if you, from a much pos more positive experience, as if you were like talking to your younger self. You know, because you could say to your younger self, hey, younger self, you know, this guy, yeah, he was not to be trusted, but now I know what to look for. Thank you for showing me that. And he was not the one. He was not the one that I was supposed to be with for the rest of my life. So thank you for your contribution to me. The lesson was, this is what I don't want. That, there you go. Mm -hmm. There you go. Another thing you could do is try to stay mindful. Pay attention to what your mind says to you about situations or your partner in this case, because we've done a lot around relationships. You know, challenge your own assumptions. If you are trying to reach them and they're not answering their, your, their cell phone, you know, don't let your head go into, well, I wonder who they're with or, you know, wonder what he's doing or she's doing, you know. That's silly. Just don't don't go down that path. So you've got to catch yourself. Stay mindful and don't believe the first thing your mind tells you. Rewrite it. Another thing you could do is have really open, honest communication with your significant other, your partner, your friend, your boss, whoever it is that you're having some challenges with, coworker, and just say what's true for you. Just you saying what's true for you doesn't have to be what's true for them. And and they may not be aware mm -hmm. of what they've done to to sort of, you know, help you feel this way. <laughs> it, you're absolutely right. And sometimes and very often they will say things to reassure you, to let you know that the relationship is okay. And or, you know, maybe they got their feelings hurt true. somehow. And you had no clue, but now they're pulling away. But as soon as you say, hey, I'm concerned because I don't feel like we're as connected as we used to be, 
is there something going on? Then there's an open an opportunity for open dialogue. Yes. Super important. Mm-hmm. And I think the last thing I could suggest is practice gratitude. Make a list of all the things you're grateful for and remind yourself about all the wonderful things that you do have, you know, that you have a house maybe to live in and that you have transportation and you have food on the table. There are so many things. Oh, you get to listen to this podcast. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So be, you know, be aware and thankful for all the things that you're grateful for. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I think that about wraps it up for the topic of jealousy. We could certainly spend a lot more time on the subject. There's plenty of information, but I think that'll do it for today. We do hope that we've given you a new way to look at the topic of jealousy and a few ways that you might deal with it. If you'd like some personal help clearing the emotion of jealousy from your everyday experience, feel free to reach out to me. I have special rates for my listeners. You'll find that information in the show notes. One last reminder before you go. I want to remind you that you can regain your personal power and self-confidence as well as your inner peace. It has always been within you. Thank you for tuning into Emotional Self Mastery. We'll be back next week with a new topic to help you reclaim your personal power, self-confidence, and inner peace. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and comment on this episode. While you're at it, please share it with a friend. We invite you to join our new Facebook group, Emotional Self Mastery Podcast. This group is for listeners of this podcast and is a forum to ask questions, exchange ideas, share appropriate content, and create a community for those who are seeking to regain their personal power, self-confidence, and inner peace. You can search for the group through our Facebook page, Simply the Best Results, or through Groups on Facebook. The direct link can be found in our show notes. To receive a full recap of this week's content with resources and helpful hints, sign up on the first page of my website, simplythebestresults.com. If you know that you'd like to receive some special attention to help you remove the trapped emotions that have you stuck, simply schedule a laser clearing session with me using the link in the show notes or through the Facebook group, Emotional Self Mastery Podcast. You'll find it in the About section. Listeners of this podcast receive a special discounted rate of $50 for 30 minutes of clearing. To connect with me on LinkedIn, search for Cheryl C. Jones. Cheryl is spelled with C-H, and be sure to use my middle initial, C. And on Facebook, you can find me at Simply the Best Results. You're always welcome to email me directly at Cheryl at SimplyTheBestResults.com. And be sure to visit my website, www.SimplyTheBestResults.com, for more information and inspiration. This has been an Emotional Self-Mastery production, created and hosted by Cheryl C. Jones edited by the amazing Brandy Hockaday, and produced and co-hosted by Kathy Holscher. New episodes are available each Thursday on Apple, Stitcher, Google, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and most other podcast platforms. Thanks for listening.